to the One Corner at a Time podcast. I am the host, Zachary Lavin Williams. I've been looking forward to having my bro Joe on the podcast for some time because I knew the conversation would be special. My aim with every episode is to inform, inspire, as well as entertain. With somebody like Joe, it's very easy to accomplish. Now, I say this before every episode, and I mean it every time I say it, but I mean it, mean it this time. I'm super excited to share this conversation. So with no further ado, I present Big Joe. Joe, Big Joe, What's Joe up? Amons, then no Big Joe. You got hella names, bro. <laughs> Welcome to the One Corner at a Time podcast. Talk to me, man. Glad to be here, man. Absolutely, bro. How you doing? Man, I'm blessed, man. How you feeling? Man? I'm blessed as well. Absolutely. I'm All blessed as well. Allah. Hey, thank you for having me in your home, bro. Beautiful home, man. Oh, man. Listen, man. If I love you, you would not be here, man. <laughs> That, much. that goes without saying. Shout out to Sis. You know what I'm saying? I came in and she, you need anything? Something to eat? Something to drink, man? Y'all just the hospitality, bro. I appreciate absolutely, it. Bro. Absolutely, man. You know, so now I'm finna get on your ass. No, I'm playing. Man, talk to me. <laughs> Let's get it. You know, I'm used to it. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> so, no, so I'm on the way over here, bro. Yes, and um, let me, let me sidebar. I'm very excited to have a conversation because, one, I believe that, uh, it's, it's going to be a lot of discovery in this. Discovery for myself, discovery for you, and, and for the listeners. Um, so I'm on the way over here. And, you know, we was chopped up last night as well. And I'll get to that. But there is a book, The Miseducation of the Negro. And I'm going to read a part of it. It's by Carter G. Woodson. He says, a mind that remains in the present atmosphere never undergoes sufficient development to experience what is commonly known as thinking. No Negro thus submerged in the ghetto then will have a clear conception of the present status of the race or sufficient foresight to plan for the future. And I'll make it personal to me. From Locus. Right? Five-fold, baby. Five-fold. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And in that environment, you only see a certain type of person, right? And if you see some success by that person, there's a certain way that is attained, right? Mm -hmm. So we see one type of lifestyle is what I mean. And the the writer used submerged, like we're, we're surrounded by that. And so for where you're at right now, as a college graduate, you go back to when you was live on 4-5. Man, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> you go back, what is that, like nine years ago or something Ooh, like that? From like, yeah, about nine years ago. About nine years ago. Eight to nine, close to 10. You go back to that, bro. At that particular time, you didn't have the foresight to, to, even, to even imagine you being where you're at right now. Facts. You understand what I'm saying? Facts. So I want to know. I want to know about that process of how you you got out of the ghetto. Cause the ghetto is a mindset as well. Man, still is, still is, and uh, it's a battle every day to this day. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Uh, it ain't easy. Like people say, it's the same where they say you can leave the hood, but the hood won't leave you. Yeah, man. That's man. That's probably really. Sh- can I cuss? Well, absolutely. That's probably the realest shit think? I ever heard in my motherfucking life. <laughs> <laughs> you dig what I'm saying? Because it's like, when I was in it, you know, mm. you know, I was in the heavy. Absolutely. I was, man, thugging. 
Yeah. <laughs> Trap house eight nine pisses outside on the porch with us. <laughs> Everybody got packs. You feel me? You come through there, you better speak. You better acknowledge us. <laughs> you ain't gonna leave that block. And that's just true facts. Yeah. So we was like, brain, I was brainwashed because mm. I wanted that. And I was chosen for it. My big brother, he moved out, he was 14. Mm. Home crib and everything. I wanted that. So it was like, fuck, I'm finna jump off the porch. I jumped off the porch and I was successful. Mm. I jumped off the porch robbing first. That was my first hustle, stripping shit. So I was hooked on it. Mm. Then my, my big brother's like, don't get a job. Cover up your tracks. All right, bitch. So I got a job at 16. We're going to pop out. So I hell of drugs at that motherfucking place. <laughs> Had to drive through rocking. <laughs> Straight up. That bitch like Crenshaw. Straight up. You used to plug this too. Man, man. oh, plenty check. <laughs> I plugged the whole hood. <laughs> we all ate good. <laughs> man. What up, but at that time, no, I didn't I didn't think I wanted better. Cause I just got home from a football scholarship. I lost my scholarship. Right. So I was like, fuck it, I'm high school anyway. I wanna be on the block. Cause I, that's what I love. You know what I'm saying? So it was like, no, this is me. This for me. This lifestyle for me. But over the years, you know, I fucked around. The house got raided. I got towed on. I got charged because I didn't tell. Mm. Life just hit me like, damn. It ain't what this ain't. This ain't cracked up how it's supposed to be. Yeah. So I'm like, all right, maybe it's another route. So shit, you was there. How many times you called me? I called you. <laughs> shit. So it was like, over the years, dog, I started seeing shit different. Mm-hmm. Then I started hanging around. You are who you hang around. That's another true saying. You are who you hang around. I was in the block with some nobodies. Same thing I was in the block with years ago. They still over there trying to, trying to, trying to get some money. Mm. I got my own business now. Y'all still trying to get some money? Type shit. <laughs> you feel me? Type shit, bro. So it was like, man. But yeah, dog, but over the years, dog, maturity getting older, I was like, man, that shit ain't for me. I'm done. Mm-hmm. I'm done with this shit. Bro, you know, the thing is, like, when, when, when we have conversations like this, you think about, like, the answer you just gave, and it was definitely profound. There, there's a lot of people that can say something similar, right? But mm-hmm. there's also a lot of people that uh, didn't make it out. Facts. You know what I'm saying? They, they was they was killed before they could have this conversation you and I have. And they got locked down before, you know what I'm saying, they could have this conversation you and I have. And so we know, we, we can feel that grace over our life, right? So when I think about it like that, bro, and I wasn't in the streets, uh, especially not to your level. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Just a little hot-headed, you know what I'm saying? A little game banging or whatever yes, like that. But You was real uh, like Vice Lord, boy. You know, yeah, I'm lying game, bro. You know, I'm <laughs> yeah, now, DDH. You know? Um, but, you know, when I think about that, bro, it's like uh, it kind of, it, 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 it galvanizes me in a way. Like, it keeps me motivated in a way because, um, like how you said, you was chosen. For that street life, you probably misinterpreted it. You know what I'm saying? You was really mm-hmm. chosen for a better life. Yes, sir. That makes yes, sense what I'm saying? Yes, sir. Absolutely. So now my thing is, bro, is, is 
you said that it's a struggle. It's a day-to-day struggle. Mm-hmm. And I know it. Last night we had a conversation. Last night was very indicative yes, of sir. that day-to-day struggle. Yes, sir. And what I told you, bro, and, and you know, I know we we different religions. Uh, so when I quote the Bible or something like that, there's no disrespect. No right? disrespect. But, uh, no disrespect. You know, um, you know, the Bible say that uh, he'll give you what to say in that hour. You know, so you come over and we chopping game. And it just came to me. It's like... No, you. If you make the wrong decision, if you let your anger, if you let your pride get in the way of what you're doing, you know, you going against your own word. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, so it's not about disappointing nobody else. Don't even think about that right now. Like, you going against your own word. And I know how you view integrity. You know what I'm saying? And character. And our word is bond. You know what I'm talking about? So. Tell, talk to me about that day-to-day struggle, bro, and how you hold it in the road, bro, and stay on this path. Man, this struggle, man, this struggle real, man. Like, people uh, people be saying uh, the struggle is real, the struggle is real, but the shit I'm going through, trying to convert from being a monster <laughs> to a man, bro, like a, a mature man, Touch. bro, this shit is real. Yeah. I'm talking about, bro, listen, I cut off family members, friends. I cut off shit. I had to cut my brother off. He in jail. And mm. I still had to cut him off. Because when I talk to him, he still be on some bullshit. Mm. Hey, little bro, I need you to ride down on these niggas, man. Bro, no. What the fuck is wrong with you? Wow. You know what I'm saying? I ain't gonna lie. Sometimes I do it. All right, bro. That's that struggle. Yeah. That's that That's that side. I'm like, man, fuck that shit, bro. This is big, bro. Man, go handle that. Mm. Then it's be like, man, I'm not finna. No, I'm not finna fuck around and be in there with your stupid ass. There you go. What the fuck is wrong with you? There you go. And it's hard because that's what I'm used to. Mm. I'm used to just getting up, going, handling some business. You said what? A press reply. We on your ass <laughs> all week applying pressure. You gotta pay me to get off your ass. That's what we was on. Wow. And now it's just like, damn, man. I gotta sit in the crib. I'm finna go to work. Come home. Man, this shit boring as hell, man. Mm. But I'm at peace. There you go. <laughs> I'm, like, I'm at peace. Yeah. I got a fine-ass woman on my side. <laughs> you dig what I'm saying? Shout out to her because she helped me mature too. Yeah. You dig what I'm saying? Shout out to you because you was there. One from thousand. then till now. One thousand. You dig what I'm saying? You a major part in this. <laughs> and, bro, it's just like... I give you an example. <clears throat> Last summer, my man's played me out some cash. Remember I told you about the situation? I recall. He played me out some cash. I recall. I had just lost my job because I had beat up my manager. Yeah. <laughs> I recall. You dig what I'm saying? And I said that so calmly, but go Yeah, ahead. I mean. <laughs> <laughs> I had slapped my boss up. Literally slapped him up. Bust his nose the whole nine. Ran up out of there. Lost my job. My man's just played me. The plug went fucking with me. I'm like, damn, I need some cash. So I'm just dipping in my savings constant, constant, constant. I went tripping because I had it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Salute, shout out to my girl because she was, you know what I'm saying, on my side too, helping me out. But as a man, I ain't running on my business. Pride. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, damn, dog, I need some money. First thing come to my head, I'm going to strip something. Mm. First, instantly, first thing came to my head, got the riding around plot. 
make a phone call, see who got a couple ten or better. I finally get a uh, I finally get a hit. Bam. Okay. I'm finna lay low. <laughs> My cousin, I ain't gonna say his name, but shout out to him. He was like, cuz, he worked 30 shifts, you gotta catch him leaving out the crib. I'm like, bet. Mm. I'm out there all night waiting on this man to come out the house. I'm lurking, chilling. We're not blowing on my phone. I'm spinning her ass. Like, yeah, babe, I'm, I'm at school in the crib. Ooh, you know what I'm saying? Spinning her. <laughs> spinning her. You dig what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. He didn't come out. He must have been off that night. Mm. And I knew that was a sign. Like, take your dumb ass home. Type shit. And I had a good feeling like, no, nah, this ain't right. Because I ain't doing so long. Like, no, nah, this ain't right, man. I don't, I don't, I don't want to get down like this. Mm. I drove off with home. Next day, I got to check in the mail. It was from my insurance, some insurance shit. I forgot all about it. Wow. Got to check in the mail for like 45. Wow. Look at that. You see what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so it was like, damn. Because if I would have bust that move, I would never knew nothing about this. Yeah. Because I ain't checked my mail any motherfucking way. Mm, mm. So I would have been like, shit. Mm. But. That's, bro, that struggle, man, it eats me up every fucking day. Because it be times I just want to turn up on a nigga. Yeah. Like yesterday, that situation yesterday. If he knew who the fuck I was, he would never say, he, he, them niggas would never say nothing to me. <laughs> but that's their fault because they didn't know who the fuck I am. They Type don't know who shit. the fuck I am. Type shit. And they had to learn the hard way. Granted, they didn't, but he was about to. Type shit. Type shit. And that led to a whole fucking argument in my house. Lady mad at me. You just ignorant. You you an animal. You need to grow up. Hold on. Because you don't know me from back then till now. Mm. And you can vouch, nigga. I'm a way better man than the fuck I used to be. That's a fact. Everybody who know me know. One thousand. <laughs> and she don't understand that. Right. And I tell her, like, baby, it's a struggle. I'm, 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 I'm used to that. I'm not used to just not saying nothing, just letting shit go. No, I don't get down like that. I never was tight. Mm. It's going to make me feel better about doing what I want to do, and that's fuck them niggas up. <laughs> that's what make me feel better. That would bring joy to me <clears throat> back then. Back then. Back then. Back then. But right. now, if I would have did that shit, I'm losing right in front of the police station. Yeah. And I'm chasing them. Hopped out the car. <laughs> On this nigga. Right in front of the police station. Right in front of the police. Right there on Liz. Mm. Right there. District 3. District 3, yeah, And yeah, I'm being yeah. ignorant. Yeah. Man, sit your dumb ass down, Joe. Type shit. Type shit. You got to talk to yourself sometimes. You feel me? Yeah, yeah, bro. I was thinking this on the way, bro. I'm, I'm like, uh, I was thinking about our conversation last night, bro. And um, I really went back. There was a time when I was hot-headed, when I... I had anger issues, bro, you know, and it seems like so long ago, but it really wasn't. Um, and I really asked myself, bro, like, what what good has my anger ever gotten me? Right. You know what I'm talking about? And then I thought about your boy, you know, you, football, you know, you football player, football fan. Aaron Donald, I saw a video of him. It was pregame. Go. Aaron Donald, a monster. Man, he the best in the league, bro. I've been saying this shit for years. <clears throat> I've been saying since he was in college. Type shit. I've been watching him since college. Type shit, bro. Oh, bullshit. And it was pregame, and he was talking to himself, yep. and he said, controlled aggression, mm-hmm. controlled aggression. 
You know what I'm saying? Yep. And that spoke to me in a way. See, it's the thing, bro. It's like, you know, I'm I'm a creative. I write and whatever like that. I'll be in that gym. But what I'm saying is that I don't play sports. But you can take some principles of something like as simple as what he said, controlled aggression, and it's applicable to so much, right? Mm-hmm. So the anger issues that I used to deal with, I, I channel it into controlled aggression, right? And I channel it into to motivation. So I stay on the grind when it's the podcast shit, when it's the writing shit, you know what I'm saying? When I'm in the gym, like that's how I channel that aggression. You get what I'm saying? And that anger. And I think is that when I think about you, bro, I feel like you already do this. You know what I'm saying? You started powerlifting and you absolute beast, my nigga. Man, whole state records right now. You know what I'm saying? Not to um, brag, but... No, talk your shit, baby. <laughs> talk your shit. A couple state records. <laughs> you know? And I think the, the beautiful thing about uh, last night was that, yeah, you was in mode, but you pulled up to my career. You ain't pull us one of the other niggas screwed. Other niggas, oh, let's ride out. Absolutely. You know what I'm saying? You pull up to me. I'm like, all right, bro. Like, okay, the pistol right there. So if you want to, but let's talk about this shit first. Yeah, you know absolutely, what I'm saying? Absolutely. And I'm capping. Like, I ain't finna ride out with you unless it's some major shit. I know, you know what I'm saying? Know, but I know, I know. I'm like, that's just to settle you down. But okay, hey, let's try. But listen up. Before I came to your crib, what took me so long to come through? Because we was already on it. Mm. And you know who I was with. Okay. We was already. We was already yeah. on it. Yeah, yeah. You dig what I'm saying? But it was just like, damn. No matter how we go, we was going to be fucked in the end. Because mm-hmm. that block's surrounded by cameras, mm-hmm. businesses. Mm-hmm. So it was like, damn, bro, we just... But you fuck it. You know what I noticed, though, bro? See, this thing, bro. Is that... I don't think you're giving yourself enough credit. Because you right, probably not- look at that... You probably look at that and say... I ain't do it because I know it's cameras around. But, bro, the Joe that I met at Summer Festival, you was like 375 pounds. <laughs> with the dress. With the dress. With the locks. <laughs> well, I got to tell that story. <laughs> nigga came up to me like, Zach Attack, Zach Attack. I'm like, whoa, who is this nigga? Damn, I was a motherfucker. <laughs> God damn, dog. God damn. Uh, but, Shit, no, but man. that Joe... That y'all don't give a fuck if his camera's around, bro. You can I count did. them motherfuckers like, fuck it, I'm still going. I'm still finna go. Because I got, back then I had bill money. Like, what up? Type shit. Shit, come on. <laughs> shit. <laughs> I was always told, you don't get life, you coming home. Mm. Straight up. Type shit, man. But man, though, hey, let me tell you this real quick, though. Because uh, this, I'm finna add on to what you saw about Aaron Donald. He said, controlled aggression. Yeah. When I fight now, I ain't gonna lie. I had a couple of bras uh, recently I might know about. You know, I'm quick to whoop some at the club. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? But you put this in my head years ago. No bullshit. When you was at school. I think I know what you're about to say. I thought about it too. Go ahead. When you was at school. Yeah. I think it was Dio. No, it was you, Dio, and Jay in the car. Yeah. And I think Naomi came up and said, some, one of your guys tried to talk to you. No, you somebody. Yeah, somebody tried guys, to talk to yeah, Naomi. Yeah, 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 and yeah. you hopped right out and yeah, mowed. Yeah, yeah, and you yeah. went in there and got the fighting in there, right? Uh-huh. I thought about this, too. And you told me, it. like, bro, never fight anger. Absolutely. Never fight angry. I don't yeah. know what the fuck you mean. Because in my head, shit, when I'm mad, that's where I get all my strength from. Mm-hmm. And when you explain it, because yeah. you like, when you fight angry, you don't know what you're doing. You just swing. You just want to hit him. Yep. Yeah. You lost control. Straight like that. 
And ever since then, oh, I knock a nigga out so smooth now. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I don't get mad, rowdy. I just... <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. I really thought about it too. I'm just like, bro, like I told this nigga about that because that fight, I should have dominated. Oh, I ain't lose. I should have. You, you got hands. Yeah. I, I should have dominated that fight, but I was so emotional that I ain't dominated. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. could have knocked him out. You know what I'm saying? It was like a draw. You know what I'm saying? Like, I won, but you understand what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. The analogy I'm making, like, if it was boxing or something like that. Like, thing is, it's that controlled aggression, my yep. nigga. That's crazy that that stuck with you, bro. Man, that's shit to this day. Yeah. That's why I don't do shit out of... I be mad, but when I when I apply the pressure, I'm not angry. Yeah. Because I know what I'm... I'm in control. Yeah. But I still get mad. Like everybody know, I'm a firecracker. I got the short temper. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm not a high head no more. But bitch, you take me there, we gonna go. <laughs> that's just how, and that's just how it is. You I better come well dressed, cause you better be funeral ready. <laughs> cause one of us finna die. <laughs> like and and, man, and that's just always been my mentality. Like listen, my nigga, somebody going with me. Mm. And if I survive, bitch, you better move your whole family out this state. <clears throat> Cause something happened to me. First of all, my brother breaking out of jail. <laughs> you and not both know that. <laughs> Type shit. Type and this is gonna be a shit show. Right. Now this is my thing, bro. I was saying earlier how, like, I looked at that Aaron Donald video saying that principle like it's applicable in so many different ways. Mm-hmm. So it, it is controlled aggression. So that anger that if you channel it into something productive. It's applicable in different arenas. So what you just described, like if you take it there, you're going to take it all the way there. Now, bro, what I'm excited for, bro, and I've seen your maturation process up close and I applaud it. You know what I'm saying? You're still maturing. You're still evolving. What I'm excited for is what you just said, you're going to take it all the way there. Niggas got to move their whole family. If you apply that to your business. You know what I'm saying? If you apply that just spiritually and mentally, bro, I mean, you already do it with the power lifting, nigga, none, dead lifting, 800 pounds and shit like that. But when I'm you in apply- the club now. Yo, you're not. Excuse the, the fuck club. out of me. My bad, bro. Yeah, talk your shit. Get the numbers. I'm in the club now. <laughs> but understand what I'm saying? When you apply that to, to, when you apply that to areas where it's going to be beneficial for you, your family, bro, like that's what I'm excited to see. And that's what I want to push you towards. Does that make sense what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And bro, my family's all I got, bro. Like, that's real shit, bro. Let me tell you, this is how I know I matured. Back in the day, everybody who know me know I keep that eye on me. They ain't going to change. I keep that eye on me. <laughs> Back then, I kept one up. You know, fuck where I was at. Mm-hmm. I had to go to Unity with you. I had them off for the 25 of my ankle or something. I had, I had the heat on. Type shit. Type shit. And I had one up. Mm-hmm. Now, I don't have one up. Type shit. That's huge. <laughs> exactly. That's huge. That's, yeah. that's huge. Reason yeah. being, when you up, that's like one second raising up your shirt, cocking back. So within two seconds of me up and cocking back, I got two seconds to think about my whole fucking life. Mm. And, that's mm. what, and that's and that's gonna stop me. That's heavy, bro. Hey, thank you, bro. That's and, heavy, bro. And, and, you, you say the real calm, but and that's motherfuckers heavy. Motherfuckers will not understand that shit, bro, because a lot of motherfuckers want that life, mm. think they built for it, but they never can go through what I've been through. Now, I'm not saying I know what motherfuckers been through. No, I'm not saying that. I don't know what a motherfucker been through. Mm. But the shit I've been through and done, come on, man. Y'all would have been killed yourself. Mm. Y'all would have been killed yourself. 
I'm talking about, nigga, I've been to more funerals than weddings. Wow. My nigga Jamal, RP, nigga, my cousin killed Jamal. Nigga, the whole hood was looking at me and Sean Boy crazy. Mm. Then we got to explain ourselves. Wow. My cousin killed my cousin recently, a couple years ago, RP Mari. Savvy shit, bro. To this day, motherfucker still. Nigga, I, it's certain places that I can't even go in Milwaukee. Yeah. Because we apply so much pressure. Yeah. Am I worried? No. Because like I said, nigga, I'm somebody going with me. <laughs> right. Right. But being smarter and wiser, why would I go there knowing that why? Is it fear? Hell no. Right, not at all. Self-preservation. Right. Motherfuckers who know me know, like, yeah, man, be, dude retarded. Mm. They ain't call me retarded-ass Joe for nothing. Straight up. <laughs> why am I finna go there? No, I'm, I'm, I'm not going. That's just stupid. Right. Skybox. Why would I go to all, all them Eastside niggas there? Type shit. Type I shit. Have no, I have no reason to go there. For what? Food and drinks? I can go to my spot and get the same thing. Right. Even better, for free. <laughs> right. I get you. I get you know what I'm saying? No, that's self-preservation. You know what I'm saying? Maturity, you don't wanna, growing up. Yeah, you don't want to put yourself in no situation where a choice has to be made. Exactly. Especially a dumb choice where I'm going to lose all this. Yeah. I'll be damned if I'm in a jail cell and my girl come to see me, then she going home sucking, slobbing, gagging, spit on another nigga dick. Kiss my ass. <laughs> Kiss my ass. I'll be damned. <laughs> I'm just being honest, hey, listen. I'm just being honest, Do your thing. Do your thing. I don't... That'll fuck me up. You coming up here looking this good and on dead wheel, you finna go jack another nigga off. Hell no. <laughs> you finna throw that ass back on another nigga? You one of a kind, bro. <laughs> fuck that. I hear Shit. you. Shit. I hear you, bro. Hey, so what do you, what do you say to like, you know, the... The, the younger generation, not even, it ain't got to necessarily be younger generation, but guys that you said earlier, you know, there's still niggas on their block doing the same <laughs> shit. Like, what do you try to say to these people that haven't uh, uh, started to turn over the leaf like you have? Bro, when I try to, honestly, it's probably out of everybody who I ride through there, you know, geographic wise, uptown ends on. Sean Boy, Uptown, go all the way up to like 59th Street, geographically. Mm-hmm. I'm four block and no block. After 49th Street, I'm uptown. You yeah. know what I'm saying? So, out of the whole hood, I'm from Uptown. I'm from from Lisbon to Center, Sherman. I'm gonna stop at 47 because 49th Street, them niggas hoes. They ain't, <laughs> them niggas soft in the bitch. But, this nigga out of the whole, out of the whole hood, it's probably maybe that I know for sure who will listen to me. Probably like two or three niggas out of the whole hood. Out of the whole hood, because you know everybody else, bro. They, they that's what they used to. They want the fast money. That's the fast life they love. I mm. can't knock y'all off the same way. Mm. But all money ain't good money. Mm. That fast money, man, man. They giving out football numbers for sentences now. Now you used to be one of the ones that wouldn't listen. Absolutely. And you said it was, you know, the crib getting raided. It was. I lost everything, dog. It was stuff like that. That you, know you had that. to learn the hard way. Is what I, you said? Yes, and to this day, you always crazy, dog. Because I was talking to Renai, and I told her last night, "I'm like, baby, I don't know if you know this, but I'm the type of guy. So I had to say this. I got learn. I got to learn shit the hard way. Hard ain't making so fast. That's me. Mm. I got to learn the hard way mm. for me to realize something. Mm. It took for her to completely fucking leave me to make me realize, like, dog, shit, I gotta stop tripping on her. She was mm. gone. She left gone. Now, earlier we was talking about you don't visit certain spots. I, not out of fear 
but self-preservation. Now, we have to evolve out of mm-hmm. self-preservation as well, right? So what you just said about having to learn the hard way, I would I would think that as part of your next evolution, in order to self-preserve, that gotta cut that gotta be off the table having to learn the hard way. Does that make sense what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Would you agree with something like that? Break it down to me some more. So this is what I'm saying. Like, we begun the podcast actually saying that um there is some people that they was killed before they could have this conversation. Some people that was in the hood with you. Mm-hmm. They was killed before they had this conversation. You know what I'm saying? They was locked up before they had this conversation. Or they just stuck in their ways and before they actually can change their mentality to have this conversation. Mm-hmm. If they don't change their mentality, they probably won't ever have this conversation because mm-hmm. some shit would be ended, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so it's and shout out to OG Chris, it's commonalities and everything. It's a commonality in that situation. And excuse me, it's a commonality and not going to this certain spot in order to not be in a predicament where something has to happen. It's a commonality in that as well as learning something the hard way, having to lose it all to make adjustments. I say like this, we just talking about Uncle Shannon Sharp. Uncle <laughs> Shay Shay. Shay Shay. Club Shay Shay. Do something for two. Yeah, do something for two. He going to be on one corner at a time too. Oh, but, oh absolutely. Uh, you know what I'm saying? And that's going to be a fun time. But he 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 I'm was on, uh, on that motherfucker. <laughs> I'm your security. You want that? I don't, you know, I don't need no security. I know that. I, I just want to be there. One thousand. <laughs> That's big bro. That's big bro. You know what I'm saying? That's what I'm gonna say. So he was on all the smoke podcast with uh Steven Jackson and Matt Barnes. And uh he said uh I love Matt Barnes. Yeah, them, them some real niggas. He said that um a smart man learned from other people's mistakes. A fool learned from his own. Absolutely. Now I ain't calling you a fool, but the statement is I understand, I understand. Right? I understand. So the question is like and this as your brother, this as somebody that's rooting for you. Like I'm I'm looking at you and I'm seeing the next steps in your evolution. You gotta include uh uh shit being able to learn from other people's mistakes, being able to observe some shit, as opposed to I gotta be the st- I gotta go through the dumb shit to make adjustments. Do that make sense what I'm saying? Yes, sir. You know, I remember when I was younger, bro, like, like, and I still do this to this day, bro, like, but I caught myself as, as, as a, like a teenager, bro. I would read, just read, read, read stories and books and magazines and just even gossip articles. Like I would read the, the magazines and then, oh, this dude did this and, you know, he locked up or, you know, he got to go to court for this and she got a woo woo. And how I read, I sit back, I'm like. Nah, I ain't gonna do that shit. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, when I when I get older, when I, you know, I wanted I wanted to be famous when I was young. I'm like, man, when I get You are famous. <laughs> gratitude. I'm like, bro, you know, when I this when I was hooping, I'm like, when I get to the NBA, man, I ain't finna be doing all that dumbass shit, but I'm gonna be low-key. Like, you ain't finna <laughs> hear nothing about me. That encapsulates what, what Shannon Sharp was saying. Like, you know, a smart man learn from other people's mistakes. Yeah. That made sense what I'm made saying. Made perfect bro? sense, little bro, because my father used to always say when I was a kid, like, I don't want y'all make the same mistakes I did. Mm-hmm. You know, learn from my mistakes, learn from my life. He's always telling me that when I was a kid. Yeah. Always. Yeah. But the story that I used to hear with my dad, like, man, your dad came to Milwaukee, man. He, man, your dad was a plug, man. Jojo was a plug, this and that. Mm. He flooded the whole city, man. He had some good ass. And I'm like, damn, probably the money like that. Mm. I'm like, shit. I like, you know me, I'm going to be like that. I want some money too. Mm. You know what I'm saying? So 
I was a fool. I had learned from my own mistakes. Yeah. To this day. Ain't that interesting, like, in what you just said, like, you almost ignored what your dad said to you, directly said to you, mm-hmm. to emulate what he did. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Like, you ignored one and chose the other. And it's interesting because I think that, like, I do... There are times when we exhibit self-destructive behavior, right? And I begun the podcast by saying this is about mentality. I begun it with that Carter G. Wilson quote. You know what I'm saying? So being submerged in the ghetto, right? Just being like that ghetto is not just uh, geographics. Right. It's mentally. You know what I'm saying? It ain't just where you live. It's who you was raised by. It's who you see. You know what I'm saying? It's your family. So on and so forth. It's so much that... It's like, and it's it's difficult that at such a young age, and even now we still kind of young, but at a young age, bro, we have to fight against what we're submerged in in order to make it out of it. You know what I'm saying? And it's like, how do you fight against it? Like, so my, my mom's side, you know, Besides my mom, everybody else, they they wealthy. Yeah, wealthy, educated. You know what I'm saying? They educated. So, you know, I think that if I didn't see, like, if we didn't have family trips to D.C. and go out the state and just see, if I didn't see these different things, if I didn't see my aunties live in this big house and even, because you got to see it to to, to even imagine it when you're young. You know what I'm saying? Um, If I didn't see that, I don't know. I think that was part of... Uh, uh, fighting against what I was submerged in, right? So that that let me follow what I'm saying. That gave way to the curiosity to read about book to to read books and learn about different experiences, bro. Like I remember that before it was Google Maps. It was this app. I forgot the name of it, bro. But you could have it on your computer, and um, you 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 know what I'm saying you you type in anywhere. And it'll show you that shit in 3D. You know what I'm saying? I remember when I was on 5-4, I was like <laughs> 11. I go to the crib and I look up Africa and I be, you know what I'm saying, seeing Africa virtually and shit like that, right? If I ain't have my mom's side to kind of expose me to something other than locusts, right? I don't think that I would have even sought that out, you know? Mm-hmm. And even further, uh, what was crazy is that uh back then I kind of looked at my my dad's side as okay. My mom's side is the rich side. My dad's side is the, the hood side. The man. hood side. But two six, I, two six on my mom. But <laughs> as I kind of gained some understanding, bro, I saw the nuances in them. Like yeah, they still. I mean that hood, that house still there. Uh-huh. You know what I'm saying? My uncles and them still there. But the thing is, although they in the hood, they mine, bro. They mine out of the hood, not of the hood. It makes sense what I'm saying, bro. Um, but let me be clear in, in the question for the people that can't see their way out and uh, as a result, like further dig their heels in with the hood shit. Um, some of these people might not have the grace to make it through and it might take a conversation with you, a conversation with me, a conversation with somebody they can relate to. In order to change their thinking. Think about you and I, bro. 
and then I'm gonna shut the fuck up. <laughs> Think about you and I, bro. Like, and this is not to self-aggrandize, but because um, the glory is to God. Oh, absolutely. But I think that when we uh, became acquainted, because of what I saw from my mom's side and then really dig deeper and saw from my dad's side and kind of got out of that hood mentally, when I would talk to you, I was relatable because I was from right up the street. It ain't mm-hmm. uptown, but it's still the hood. Mm-hmm. You knew nigga game man, whatever like that. But my mind was on a higher level and I would communicate this to you. And that kind of like maybe planted a seed of it's a little more than uptown. Oh, absolutely. Does that make sense what I'm oh, saying? Absolutely. Absolutely. I feel like the onus is on us to be that for them niggas still on uptown. And I'm talking about uptown worldwide because hoods yeah. everywhere. And that's why I was excited to have this conversation because you have a point of view that not many have. Make sense what I'm saying? Absolutely. Like you have experience that not many have, bro. So like last night when you was on 10 about something, I'm thinking about what I'm saying right now. I'm thinking about the influence and the impact that you can have. So if you revert back to some dumb shit, bro, that that nullifies the the goodness that you can do in the world. This is called one corner at a time. You know the story. Mm-hmm. Ask Akila when she gonna change the world. She said one corner at a time. You got a corner, bro. You got a corner that you're responsible for. And I don't mean to be preaching at you, bro, but this yeah, is on, this is facts. It makes sense what I'm saying? Absolutely. Absolutely. You always make sense, man. All right, bro. So you um, cutting off your big brother. You know, I, I don't have blood uh, siblings, you know what I'm saying? But I can only imagine how, how hard that must have been for you. Um, but why did you feel it was necessary? You know my big brother. You know Sean Boy. I do. You know, you know his resume. You know his background. If he was out right now, I wouldn't be at peace right now, bro. <clears throat> I wouldn't be at peace right now. I'll be, my mom will be able to sleep at night. When Sean Bob is out, right now, when I go to sleep, I turn my ringer off, my phone will not disturb. I'm at peace. Yeah. When he was out, all of us had our ringers on. Wow. We couldn't sleep at night. He was going to call one of us. My mom, my sister, me. Something happened. Yeah. Now many times mama got called. So I'm like, girl, yo, son, just got shot. That nigga been shot more than 50. <laughs> Sin. Wow. wow. Real shit. That nigga like a cockroach, bro. He hard to kill. He's <laughs> 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 a fucking cockroach, bro. That nigga hard to kill, man. <laughs> so... <laughs> When Jim got killed, RP, I love you, man. Uptown for life, four block and no block. RP. When Jim got killed, that nigga literally lost his mind. Cause you know Jim was Ace Boom Coon, nigga, since day one. Nigga, since since the sandbox type shit. <laughs> Jail together, prison together, robberies together, every the whole nine. <clears throat> Sean boy got sloppy. He just stopped giving a fuck. I'm talking about. Nigga, he was Amsterdam. They two for seven. At the Liga Stove, man, 
before noon, bro, he had like at least six bottles already gone. My brother was an alcoholic, but you couldn't tell that he was drunk. Like his soberness was him drunk. Wow. Yeah. Like he was he was he he was not like getting drunk with none of him. He'll yeah. still be sober. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So and he he just stopped popping pill of pills, man. I'm talking about pill after pill after pill after pill after pill. Just pushing shit down, going from just we going in just for the money. Mm. It turned to blood shattering. Mm. I man, what you home, man? Come on, man. We, come on, man. We came for the money. Chill out. Right. Fuck everybody, nigga. On my kids. Ooh. Mm. Man, you tripping. You tripping. You on some other shit. Yeah. And I'm like, man, I ain't finna keep on doing this shit. Mm. That was this goal, this reflect on back to earlier when I was maturing, like, man, I'm gonna keep on doing this shit. All right. You know what I'm saying? But I had to make a choice. It was either cut my brother off completely or keep fucking with him, keep doing dumbass shit, and eventually the shit gonna catch up to us. And it did. The nigga made Milwaukee's most wanted. Mm-hmm. Anyway, America's most wanted. Mm-hmm. So it was like, yeah, I'm glad I departed when I did. Type shit. Because if I did not be right there with him. Right. That nigga was facing over a thousand years. I remember that. They got nigga 26. Exactly. Bro. What? I'm going to ask you a tough question. Talk to me. What was it that you said earlier what led to your transformation? The house got raided. You, you listed all specific things where it was like, all right. I'm going to go this way. SB had similar things. Like, your your right hand getting killed. That's a major thing. Now, he didn't decide to, okay, I'm going to go this way. He kind of numbs himself. And correct me if I'm characterizing it wrong. He numbs himself and then as I said earlier, kind of digs his heels like goes, doubles down on the shit that I'm already doing. You know what I'm saying? I'm going to get in the streets heavier. I'm going to boom, 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 heavier. Like, what is it What is it that that you think allowed you to, okay, I, I'm going to try to turn a new leaf as opposed to what your brother did? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But what made me turn a new leaf was Honestly, on some real shit, bro, losing everything. Mm. You know, when the house got raided, bro, that was November 2011. I just had one of the best years of my life. 2010, shit. If I can relay that other one for the year again, bro, oh my motherfucking God. <laughs> I had to whip. All 2010. Was that the, the green Lexus? Mm-hmm. I remember that. I lost my scholarship December 09 when I graduated June 09. Came back home. I took off mm. with the weed, with the pounds. Then my man fuck weed. Then I started fucking with the cocaine again. Took off. Best year of my life. I had a plug. I had the whip. I had the money, the car, the clothes, the hoes. I had everything. Yeah. All 2010, 2011. Then got like the fall of 2011. Shit starts slowing down. I'm like, damn, but you know, I'm not thinking. Mm. I had like 30 guns mm. scattered throughout the city. 
and, and my niggas crib. Trey Joe and B. Brown. Shout out to my niggas. Right. House get raided. No, my man get caught. He go to jail. He got caught off a robbery with two heats. He already a full-time felon. He get out the next day. Oh. Yes, sir. Oh. Yes, sir. Yeah, yeah. What the fuck? Shit, they, they gave me a belt, belt out. We know he told, but we didn't know who he told, who he told on. <clears throat> so the next day after that, how's he ready? Got <clears throat> my crib, you ready? I had a phone and split, sawed off shotgun, uh, a 25, and some cash. The cops are dirty, bro. They pocket my cash. They ain't even document the cash. They throw puss ass. Wow. I go to jail, bam. My people bail me out. I'm in that bitch late in a week. I get built out. Bam. I'm gone. Shit, we out here. They, they charged me because I didn't tell on Sean Boy and Izzy. Because mm-hmm. I didn't tell. They charged me. Right. I'm like, this got to be the most bogus shit I ever said hurt in my fucking life. Mm-hmm. Y'all going to charge me with this shit because I won't give y'all no information. I'm in that bitch lying. Like, man, I don't fuck with Sean Boy. I don't know. It's my brother. Yeah, what else your brother? So fucking what? I see him on holidays. That's it. Mm. They're like, well, wow, why is so much stuff of yours in that room where we found all the shit at? Man, it's my grandma's house. She got 30 grandkids. Everybody got kids to that house. <laughs> it was all type of purses, all type of shit in there. Yeah. So when I got out, shit just, I ain't had a job. I ain't had no plug. I had no money. I smacked Lexus. Now, now I ain't got no car. Mm. I was living house to house. I was just dog. You know, nigga, I see children every day. This is this now. Now this is twenty twelve. Twenty twelve. The worst year of my life. Yeah, I remember twenty twelve. That was a bad year. Yeah, that was a horrible year, dog. I'm that whole fucking year. I was just like, dog, I ain't got shit, man. And that's what made me humble myself. Mm. Like I, it took me to lose every fucking thing for me to realize, like, dog, it gotta be something different for me in life. Like something gotta shake. Right. Like it gotta be a different path for me. But I didn't want to believe it because I was so successful at hustling and robbing. Mm. Who the fuck wanna live a fucking good life when I'm good at what I'm doing? I'm good at doing wrong. Fuck doing right. I'm good at doing wrong. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Yeah. You did what I'm saying? Yeah. So it was like, you know what? Fuck it. Let me try this shit out. And I was on your ass calling you air day, kicking with you, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, it's like, yeah, yeah. It's like, cause nigga, you was my motherfucking guidance, my nigga. Like, you was my guidance. But and you had your little ups and downs too, but nigga, you stayed humble. Like, you motivated the fuck out of me, bro. You not know that nigga to the nigga. You motivated the fuck out of me. No bullshit. But you know, I got to pass that back to you, bro, because you made the decision to call me, to kick it with me. Like, you knew I was on a different. You was the you right. Know what I'm you was the yeah. right. You, you, you was more than. Nigga, you was more than a brother to me, nigga. You was my mother, nigga. You, nigga, you my little brother. I'm calling you for advice. You my little big brother. Type you know shit. what I'm saying? Type shit. So it was like, cause I know you wouldn't stare me wrong. Yeah. yeah. I remember, nigga. I remember I had just I had just hit a move. It's early. It's early. We had just bust down a delivery driver. They was taking a deposit to the bank. Uh-huh. I remember that. You remember that? I do. Right up on them. Me that, nigga. Hit it. Mm-hmm. Cops storming up there. Roo, roo, roo. Oh, I, mean, I parked the car in the garage. 
We was in my nigga car. We parked the car in the garage. No, it was in Lexus. This was uh, this was my Lexus. Mm. I'm paranoid because I'm on bail. Mm. I'm out on bail. I'm facing 80 years on bail. Mm. I'm like, damn, man. I'm like, damn. I'm, I'm feeling like jail. I ain't had no mask on. I called you. Bro, I just fucked up, bro. Ooh. You said, where you at? I said, I'm on my house. I'm on my way. <laughs> That's all you said, bro. I was with you from like 9 that morning to like 11 that night. Facts. That's we facts. <laughs> That's the facts. The whole day. The whole day. And I'm nervous. I'm shaking. You was like, bro, I don't feel it, bro. You good. I don't feel it, bro. God got you, bro. Mm. God got you, bro. He talking through me. He got you. I'm yeah. like, bro, damn, bro. I'm, I'm, I'm shaking in my boots. You doing any everything, bro, just to keep my mind off it, bro. Yeah. That whole fucking day. <laughs> That's why I love you to this for the fuck I love you day, back, bro. bro. I love you back. Glory to God, bro. You know what I'm saying? And as you would say, glory to Allah, bro. Um, oh, man. I praise Allah. You know, the thing is, bro, like I, I think about, I remember 2012, 2013, like when you started coming to church a little bit, like just being around me more. Mm-hmm. And um, you was like, bro, you got to talk to SB. You got to talk to SB. And, you know, I'm. Well, I'm 19, 20. I got a young family. You know, and I I had some regret I ain't made time for. It, you know what I'm saying? And, I, and not not to say that a conversation with me would have saved him because mm-hmm. it probably wouldn't. But um, like I said earlier, bro, you know, I'm thinking about your brother a lot right now. You know, I'm thinking about, okay, his best friend get killed and he numb himself. Like, that. that's a cry for help. You know what I'm saying? And um, I, I kind of wreck my brain thinking about a, a person like SB, like how do we reach that type of person? And I, I think about that and I think about you like, and that's why I'm so proud of you, bro. And um, you know what I'm saying? I champion you because you made that change. You know what I'm saying? And I know that for the person that I can't reach, you know what I'm saying? Like, I might not have the hood-ass life that, you know what I'm saying? Like, you could reach them. And, that, and that's what I emphasize to you, bro. You, you can reach these people, you know? Same about my cousin, Court as well. You know what I'm talking about? Free Corey, and, free Corey. And, and, and um, you know, he has made this maturation process, bro, and kind of changed his mindset. I know when he get out, bro, like he he just gonna impact so many lives. You know what I'm talking about, man. I ain't give up on SB, bro. I don't care how much time he got, bro. Like, and I understand that you'll need to separate yourself. You know, the Bible even say that, you know, separate yourself sometimes. But um I hate um, that it took for all of that for me to realize, like, man, you gotta leave your brother alone. I mean, but I get it though, bro. I get it. Like, that's your big brother. You know what I'm saying? That's your big brother. But oh. when you and and that's we we need to we need to highlight that. Like when you're trying to make that change in your life, fam, it's gonna be some difficult decisions you gotta make. Like it's it's gonna be hard to make some decisions, but you know it's necessary so you can continue to progress. You know what I'm saying? So you can continue to ascend to a better better overall life. You know what I'm saying? So I applaud that, bro. Like we, that ain't no little shit, bro. That's, that's huge. You know what I'm saying, bro? That's huge, my nigga. Bro, let's talk about Conway. 
<laughs> we legends in that bitch. <laughs> hey, listen, I I think I've said it on multiple podcasts. I was, and I kind of fall back to it sometimes. I was a horrible employee. And uh, you got me that job, didn't you? You got me that. <laughs> you was a horrible employee because anybody who know you know damn well you not you not made to work for nobody but your damn self. Type stuff. Your mind too powerful. Type stuff, bro. Yeah. See, the thing is, but see, back then though, it was like, and I was thinking about this too. Back then, it was like, all right, you know what? I'm tired of waking up early. You know what I'm saying? I'm, you know, it, it was like. I wanted to be an entrepreneur out of laziness. You know what I'm saying? And now being 27, it's like that entrepreneurship, the creative shit, like that take even more discipline than getting up for a job. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? But yeah, I mean, I, I definitely had some of the the characteristics, but I was a cocky motherfucker back then too. You know what I'm saying? So I'm just looking at these these people, quote unquote, over us. I'm like, bro, y'all niggas ain't smarter than me, bro. Exactly. 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 <laughs> but you know, now it's like, bro, a lot of, you know, you can learn from anybody though. You know what I'm talking about? So now I have a different perspective. But yeah, back then, bro, we were some hot niggas, man. Man. <laughs> we were some hot niggas, bro. We like, turned that bitch out, G. We turned that I remember, bitch out. I remember, bro. I'm a, I'm a, you know, we the Conway is a, a form. It's, it's XBO now, XBO, right? It's XBO logistics, now. Yep. logistics, yeah. A trucking company. And me and me and Joe is dock workers, and um, I'm in the, you know, I'm in the uh, uh, a forklift. You know, what I'm saying breaking down this truck or whatever like that. And every so often, now I just hear a forklift speed. Right? <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Everybody else drove. And the thing is, the forklift was governed. All of them was governed at yeah. a certain speed. Somehow, this nigga Joe, any forklift he drove, he got that shit to drive as fast <laughs> as he wanted it to. And I hear his speed. I'm like, here come, bro. Nigga pull up like, hey, bro. He's beeping. <laughs> hey, bro. Little bro. Little bro. You good? <laughs> like, yeah, bro. I'm, I'm, I'm good, my nigga. He's like, all right, then. Peel off. Here you go 45 minutes later. Come again. <laughs> LaRo, I'm just checking on you, my nigga. I'm checking on you, my nigga. You, you good? <laughs> yeah, bro. Ain't nobody fucking with you, bro? Anybody fucking with you? No, bro. Everything straight, bro. He's like, all right, cool. Peel off. <laughs> <laughs> no, I had, the, I had every white guy on that motherfucking dog terrified of us, dog. I swear to God, dog. When they found out we was brothers, I swear to God, dog. <laughs> Motherfuckers be like, man, they hate when you here, bro. They rather have Zach here than you. And straight up. <laughs> I swear to God. Motherfuckers. Jared be like, hey, man. Damon hate when you here, man. <laughs> Zach cool, man. You know, he a little high head too, man. You were just fucking firecracker, man. <laughs> I'm like, man, fuck dude, bitch ass. <laughs> hey, man, you hated Damien, dog. I was going to treat that nigga. Bro, bro. you hated Damien. If I saw him outside of work, bro, I was going to treat that man, bro. I was going to dislocate his whole motherfucking chin, bro. No bullshit. Bro, but you you know, and I just thought about this, man. Like, I remember, bro, like, bro, you was passionate about trucks, bro. Man, you passionate, been bro. Like, you was hopping in with the drivers. Hey, let me see you just shift That's, this yeah. thing, bro. Let me, you I know what I'm saying? Books. Like, I read books. Yeah, bro. Like, real deal. And, and, bro, I'm telling you, bro, like, from afar, I would, I would peep, bro. I'm just like, bro, like, my nigga. Like that. That's actually what it take. Like I would, I would kind of compare and contrast what you would do. You got that job because you wanted to know about trucks. You get in the trucking industry to know about trucks to be live mm-hmm. and direct. And I want to get my CDLs. It. I got in that shit just to get some money. Yeah, you got a family. You know what I'm saying? 
Now, I'm seeing your dedication. I'm seeing you going the extra mile. Like, you staying late, breaking down trucks just so you can hop in with a driver and, you know, a nigga that been driving this shit for 30 years just to kind of, you know, pick his brain, mm-hmm. glean some shit from him. You know what I mean? I'm like, bro, really, really about that. You know what I'm saying? And I said, I wanted to find something that I was that passionate about. But then fast forward, bro, seeing you going from that to graduating with, you know, in that diesel tech shit, bro. Still in the trucking. Still in the trucking, bro. I was in that crowd emotional, brother. Yeah. Hell yeah, bro. <laughs> Hell yeah, bro. Emotional. You've been there from then till now. Yeah, man. You've seen the transformation. Man. And and that's the thing, bro. That's why I think, um, you know, your your story, bro, is so powerful, bro. Hey, um, hey, check this out. (laughs) So this was before I found out when I was in college Mm -hmm. at MTC. We had no graduation tickets. Just bring who you want. So I thought we were gonna get limits like five or six because that's what my teacher, my instructors told me. Yeah, I bullshit you not. I, I know we're not gonna be mad when she hear this. I was like, well, shit. I know, I know for sure. Say I gotta be there. I give him Renard ticket. Shit, fuck Renard. <laughs> <laughs> Nah, bro, I swear to God, bro, that's what I'm saying. Like, oh, damn, bro. She'd be all right. She'd she guess me outside after the Catch me outside. <laughs> <laughs> she she catch me outside after the motherfucker. That's what I'm saying. Funny, after graduation, like, shit, she is shit. She'd see me outside. Damn, bro, you can't have sis hating me or anything like man, that. Man, that was bro. the thought, on, bro. Nigga, that's how much I love you. Because you've been there, nigga. So I'm like, man, no. Nah. That's then the they fact. say, oh, there's no tickets. What shit? My main man was there. You be brown in school and the great B. One thousand, one thousand, bro. No, bro, it really, bro. I'm, I'm uh I'm proud of you, man. And um I'm excited, bro. I'm excited, bro. I'd be thinking about I said this when I was talking to Jay on the last podcast, or, or one or two or three. Um I told Jay, I'm like, bro, I ain't never had to question his loyalty, you know what I'm saying, his integrity. And I said, the blessing is, like, I could say that about so many people. You know what I mean? I could say that about four or five different people. I could definitely say that about you, bro. You know what I'm saying, bro? Always been solid from day one, my nigga. Facts. From day one, bro. Facts. Now, look, bro, I always end the podcast by asking, you know, um, what's, what's, what's your corner? What's your corner? Of the world that you gonna impact, that you gonna inspire, that you gonna change. Forty fourth and Garfield. And how? How do you? Because I'm gonna own every block, every house on that bitch. I'm gonna take it from the Mexicans. <laughs> I'm gonna well, start the Mexicans by doing, man. They came over there, man, nigga, man. They bought a crib on that bitch. The Mexicans. Yes. Wow. They, know they that. own them near every block, every house on Forty fourth and Garfield. They own. Except for Pierre's, R.I.P. He just passed away. Vons. Edward in them house. Mm. And Mrs. Lane house, that house on the corner, my nigga. Other than that nigga at home, they nigga, they bought every house on the block, my nigga. Wow. No so, bullshit, nigga. So real estate and investing, that's in the cards. Hell what? Hell yeah. Okay, my nigga. And this diesel repair already off the ground, man. Hit me up for all your diesel needs. Yeah, but hey, hey, plug all your shit, bro. Your Instagram, all of that, bro. Man, plug catch me on the ground. I think uh, you forgot your Instagram name. Shit, man, I do. I just be strolling on a bitch. I don't even be paying attention to the name. You changed though. it. Was four four bulldog, wasn't it? Was it? Yeah. Oh yeah. Add me on the ground. Big Joe seven four one four free Hoover. I you know what I'm saying? Add me on Snapchat. Big Joe seven four one four. 
Make sure y'all follow and make sure y'all shop Always in Style. Launch date, April 1st. Always in Style. Launch date, April 1st. It's the Women Fashion Boutique. Beautiful clothing, affordable prices, ship worldwide. Shout out to my queen. That's her shit. 1,000. We're in the building. Uh, DDH, we're in the building. Y'all know I'm DDH for life. Facts. Big you facts. feel me? I'm the one that's, I'm the one that's, y'all know it's Birdman and Slim. Okay, I'm Slim, but I'm I'm Slim security guard. <laughs> if you try my niggas, I'm going to fuck you niggas up. Straight up. But follow Atmos Diesel Prepare. Dump trucks, in my trucks, trailers, construction equipment, anything diesel, I'm your guy. Bro, it's been an absolute pleasure, bro. Um, I think this conversation is gonna definitely, man. It, it was insightful, bro. It was insightful, bro. And um, man, gratitude, to man. You, bro. Thank you for having me, man. Listen, man, it's a blessing when you listen. It's a blessing to be around you, nigga. They don't hey, even know it. Glory to God. It's bro. gonna be time. Listen, my nigga. In the future, nigga, motherfuckers have to sit appointment nigga, just to meet with you, nigga. <laughs> and I wish nigga would try to barge up in your office, nigga. <laughs> Forty coming out. Ain't shit changed. I keep that eye on me. <laughs> hey, thank you for spending it on my life, bro. I appreciate you. Know you know what bro. it is. Hey, come my baby. One thousand. That's a little one. Hey there. Dad, what are you doing? Hi. Uh, <laughs> Say shop always in style. Say always in style. Don't touch it. Uh, <laughs> love, bro. Love, bro. Mm-hmm.